0: Welcome Imperial lackeys! we are the Architects of Entropy and this is Episode 7, Lucky 7, and we are all here, Rick and Jilly and John and Scott, give me one big exuberant hello or something. Hello or something. Woo! That is, there it is, everything I've come to expect.
1: We don't take direction well.
0: No, and that's fine. Some that's of us why, That's also why. Actually, some, some of, of us, us do,
1: direct. and some of us do not. <laughs>
0: uh, yeah, so uh, we are now uh, freewheeling a uh, spacefarer with visions of grandeur, as you have decided that one job, hell, anyone could do one job. Let's do two jobs. Yeah. So you have, uh, uh, at this point, accepted uh, a couple of jobs. One, uh, very simple job, take an old man to, uh, to his old ship drop them off. There shouldn't be any problem. Second one is go to a, uh, research facility, quietly take some kind of item, uh, and then quietly move it to a, uh, another facility and drop it off quietly within a certain amount of time. without any damage to the prototype, the prototype, did I say prototype? I mean the thing. Now we are going into the job and engagement phase. So, at this point, we are going to start this job from the point of our, uh, our initial setup here. Uh, so, you are going to be delivering Orthelios, a Knight of the Comet Society, to the Kore, uh, and uh, presumably to the location of a ship called the Epiphany, uh, which belongs to uh, his order. Uh, and, uh, once you have that settled, you are, uh, then, you know, going to the next thing, but we'll start with that. Uh, so, uh, we're going to be moving into uh, planning and engagement. So I believe that, uh, we, we have determined this is definitely a transport job and the detail is, you know, go to the place, ping the thing, then go to the thing. Pretty straightforward. So what we now can do if we wish to, uh, before we make the engagement roll to determine the uh, position you wind up in when you get there, is any kind of uh, gathering information. What specifically uh, would you like to do?
1: I think Tristan is going to do a search on the equivalent of the the internet to find out as much as he can about this uh, ship, the epiphany. In a
0: attempt to find out how likely it is this job is going to go go sideways, since it's probably going okay. to go sideways. Already, um, so which uh, ah. uh, what action would you like to use to do that? Well, I think that would be a hack chat test. Okay. Yeah, you can you can yeah, yeah, you can hack the data net to find any mentions of, uh, of a ship called the Epiphany in association with the Knights of the Comet uh, Society. All right. It's a risky standard role. It's't none of that really really makes much difference in the gather information phase. It's just basically how well you do it. You know what? I think I'll try to get Remy's assistance because she probably knows more about these people than I do.
2: What would you give an impression? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know more about lots of things than I do. As they sort of chew on a space cheese, it.
0: So, are you going to uh, spend distress and assist him?
2: Well, I mean, I can't, I can't very well leave muffin to muffin to his own devices.
0: I could point out a rules thing, just, just. Yeah, so no, please know. do. If I'm. Yeah. Uh, no, you're not sure anything. i anything. Mean, it's it's more just a. Hey, you're gathering information, you're not going to accept, you're not going to get a consequence if you screw it up, right? Yes, and that is oh, the okay. thing. It basically, yes, and that is a good point. If you roll a fail, you just you just find out very little helpful information. There are no consequences to resist or anything. It's oh, just, okay. but if you really want to make sure you're getting good information, you can, but it's you know,
1: no, let's, I
2: mean, let's I would not
1: like spend
2: stress on that. I mean, okay, because I, I mean, I will set you up, I will set you up the bomb. I do love the bows, but I just don't know if it's worth adding stress before the job.
0: I'm going to try to gather some information, too, but uh, we'll get to okay. that in a minute. Well, let's, we let's, do, your, let's do your roll, John. Let's see. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Go, go, go. That is completely cropped. It landed in a, in a
1: nest of cage.
0: <laughs> Damn it. Am I going to have to give you a set of digital there. dice, John?
1: Six. Mm. I rolled a six.
0: Six? <laughs> okay, great. Uh, alrighty, so this is what you find out. You are able to dig through some very, very old, old registries uh, coming from league data sources. This ship comes up in a number of systems. Mostly you're getting like port information. It's come from here to here, uh, but this ship has been rolling around for like, close to a century. It's an old ship. This ship, the Epiphany, uh, has been in service of the Comet Society for about a hundred years. It goes off the radar about a decade ago. Oh. And there's a number of different names that are listed as the captain of the vessel and different times. You will see about 10 years ago that the captain of this vessel is a Pazda Kivith, all right. And they were listed as the captain of this vessel uh in the last designation and this ship has been to like close to the core worlds but mostly on like the outer edges, the outer fringes of the league, but its last ping was in the Iamora system. Interesting. So it's presumably, I mean, it's it goes off the radar there obviously when you're going to places that don't directly report their information to the league or the corporate council, you know, but at the very least enter the system then. Um, so this, uh, based on, you know, rumored information is uh, maybe about as long as the core has been uh, a thing, but you know, that doesn't necessarily mean they were there from the beginning. So you know, some background history of the ship. Zemgis. what uh, gathering information would you like to do? I will talk to the guy that's hiring us. Um, yeah. As an out-of-character potential future thing. Uh, if this job goes well and he doesn't die and stuff, I will use him as my mystic contact. That um, sounds like a... Yeah, that, that could definitely um, work. He uh, might uh, not die. I mean, yeah, if assuming he yeah. doesn't die or betray us in some horrible way... Um,
1: We'll, we'll, yeah. we'll do that because I, I okay. just don't see myself. i put away my syringe. I just don't see myself
0: knowing people yet. So well, I was gonna, yeah, I was gonna talk to you about that too. Um, we can, yeah, about like, uh, there could be contacts, yeah, yeah, about how like it's like you have a former teacher on there. I'm like, that, yeah, that's a lot anyway. Um, yeah. we'll, we'll figure that out. Uh, but yeah, um, so I'm, I'm, gonna uh, I'm gonna go talk to him. Um, okay, and the way I do is i is I'm gonna find where he is, sit down in front of him. And then just uh, gently knock on his mind with a tune. All (laughs) righty. Talk. Okay, so... Mm. (laughs) This is a... It's a gather information roll. So there won't be a direct consequence. However, there will be a uh, a lowered effect to this. So we're going to call it risky limited effect. Okay. Because this guy is... You know, I mean, let's face it. He's, he's another mystic and he's. That's why I'm gently opening my mind. Yes. Yeah. So that's fine. Uh, yeah, I got, I got squat. I got a pair of threes. Okay. So this is what happens. He is sitting in, you know, kind of one of those areas where you got seats. (laughs) Um, Well, probably like in the cockpit of the ship, you have, you know, you have. Seats, I imagine, for people. Uh and uh I'm in the and, and galley. He, in the he Oh, sorry, yes, it. you have a galley. What are we talking about? He's sitting in the galley. You have a very nice galley. Yeah, he's sitting in the galley, he's like uh, uh drinking um some tea. Uh, and uh you sit down and you say anything? Um could we have a private conversation? And then I will gently knock on his mind. Okay. Then he looks at you and he goes, We can speak. Very well. And he, and he gives you a very curt look. Like, I just met you. I'm not going to let you in my head. <laughs> There's something about you I'm not sure of. Yeah. I see you are one with the warp, and I respect that. But I have been through years of training and conditioning to bolster my mind against that kind of thing. Unless you do not trust your crew. Oh, I trust them just fine. I just don't know how much you trust them. Right now, I'm trusting them with... My sacred mission. Do you and your order have any special, other than long you know, generations of use of this ship, do you have any special relationship with the ship that we should be aware of? I have been crew on that ship on several different occasions. I'm a wanderer. In my history, I have often acted alone. There are different disciplines in the order, there are different groups. Um, the previous captain of that vessel, Captain Kevith. Uh, was the leader of a cohort of four. I knew her well enough, but this was several, several years ago. I have quested with them in the past. She struck me as a very hopeful person. She believed in the inherent goodness of the universe, and it often led her to make rash decisions. So I do have a history with the ship. Do you have history with any of this crew? You expressed of previous crew, but... I know very little of her cohort uh, at the time for her disappearance, but she always led a cohort of four. Well, I'm sorry if I offended. I was no, so... No. No offense. Okay, so we this is where we set our loadout, so pick a loadout on your character sheet. I trust you to do that. What are the
1: implications of them, if
0: I may ask? how much stuff you have on hand at any time during this job and how loaded for bear you look.
1: Like a heavy loadout looks real dodgy. A normal loadout is that person might be up to something and then a light loadout is you're fine. Okay. You don't stick out, I guess. Not you're fine. You just don't stick out.
0: Yeah, just, yeah.
1: Okay, so there's no drawback to a normal loadout, really.
0: There's less, yeah. I mean, in a situation like this on the face, it, it probably would be fine, but, you know. Yeah. Okay. No, just checking. I have made my choice. Excellent. All right. So we set our starting gambits. You have two. And now, now that we've done some information gathering, we will go to the engagement roll. Here we go. Is the operation particularly bold or daring? Uh, it's a contingent on many factors. I would say, uh, okay, so obviously we start with one die right off the bat. Um, say so It's not particularly bold or daring on the, on the surface. Uh, those of vulnerability or weakness, do they have particular defense to get, uh, once, again, once again, friends are constantly provided to age insight. I'm going to give you an extra die for that um, based on uh, insight that one of your crew members has.
1: Of where you're going. Good work, Muffin. <laughs>
0: uh, you are going, uh, presumably. I mean, yeah, they are a higher tier than you. The uh, the children. So that will drop. That will drop you down to one again. But uh, I am going to give you. I'll give you, uh, I'll give you two dice for your, uh, information. I mean, technically you rolled a one, but I, 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 I'm not counting that as your roll for information (laughs) because you did get information. Still, we kind of role played information. So that is going to be a three die engagement roll. That is pretty dang good. So who would like to roll the engagement roll and this is going to determine when you get to the sector, what position you are in.
1: Somebody got it. I'll get it. Okay. Oh,
0: that's a five. Okay. So you will start in a risky position. So we will jump ahead. So you guys will make uh, the jump to the possibility system The jump itself. Takes a few days, and that will account for your information gathering and whatnot. It's um, nothing you couldn't have done not on the ship. And uh, we arrive to the coordinates that you have. You see, uh, uh, well, what does what this what does this thing look like? Jilly? the uh, the flotilla.
2: Okay, so basically, imagine this sort of like red dwarf star. It's very dim. It's um, got this sort of like eerie like reddish pinkish light that just sort of emanates off of it and almost like a, like a little dust bunny circling this star there it, there's a group of about eh, 100 200 ships um, you know basically that they just orbit around this this star and um, you can see that um, smaller ships do come and go. It is—it's a—it's a proper flotilla. Like people do transport among the ships, and they are of literally every make and model. Uh, you know, basically, just think of—you know—your standard hippie caravan in the desert, and then make it space.
0: Okay, so. Uh, you will arrive at the coree Once it is within sight, uh, Orthelios pulls out his comlink and uh, scans. He does get a ping, giving him uh, the coordinates of the epiphany. Uh, so you will be able to move. You move uh, into orbit, or you move into uh, to the coordinates, rather, of the ship. And once you get uh, in, kind of floating through the flotilla of ships, you will get to a point where you can see this, this ship about the same size as your ship um this is a uh it's a different class of ship it's kind of like uh, an exploration vessel so where you have cargo space they mostly like will have like living quarters and you know whatever facilities they use you know if it's a scientific vessel they'll have like labs uh you know for this they they you know have probably mystical resources or whatever but the ship is, uh, right now, uh, it is docked with another one of the flotilla ships, and it looks like it has been there for some time. The docking is actually bolted on as this ship is, from what you can tell, Remy, this ship is part of the flotilla. Tristan, you can see it would not be difficult to uncouple it, um, but it would involve, you know, a little bit of a, a fooling around. Um, you don't see any signs of damage that would indicate the ship is not operational, but it also looks like it has been stationary for a long time. And uh, those of us, you know, who know engines, know one of the worst things you can do to an engine is just let it sit, even in the vacuum of space. So you will give, receive a hail We're being hailed, Captain.
2: Hey, Muffin, why don't you get that for me? I got my mouth full.
0: This is the steadfast. What could we do for you? Your your screen comes on, and you see a tall, thin, gaunt female form uh, with long, silver-gray hair that is tied up in several tight ponytails, uh, just kind of here and there. She is wearing these kind of dark, almost look-like vestments with bright, silvery accents, just kind of very loopy kind of uh, uh, shapes. Greetings, Steadfast. Welcome to the Core. eh? Have you come to join us on our grand endeavor? Nah, sorry about that. We're just dropping off. I see. And at this point, Orthelios will kind of pop up behind you. This is Orthelios Sarth, Wandering Knight of the Comet Society. You are in possession of a vessel that belongs to the Society, and I am here to retrieve it. And we're here to just drop them off. You will let me on the Epiphany, and I will take the ship back for the Comet Society. I expect no trouble. Ah, well, we welcome you, Sir Knight. However, once a vessel has joined with the has become part of the Great Endeavor. And all uh, former possession is null and void. This is the understanding. He looks kind of upset about this. Um, he looks to you and uh, says, uh, I have to get that ship. I mute.
2: <laughs> yeah. Um, well, my understanding is that we're here to drop you off. Ugh. And the uh, retrieving the ship part is your responsibility. <sighs> I mean, we could renegotiate for the infiltration and uh, extraction of this piece of property from the children of Melanoi. However, we do have a job lined up. So... This is going to be a rather um, intricate negotiation, as in we have a seven-credit job.
0: Hmm. I do not have the funds to make up for that job, and I understand okay. you're no. on a I got you're it. on a time crunch. Um, and this is at this point, I'm going to introduce a clock into this equation. This is here from the beginning. There is a clock called uh, a time frame. ATE time frame. Uh, It is a 12 segment clock. And once this clock is filled, you will be late. So obviously you haven't started the job yet, but the clock hasn't gone off. But depending on how things go at different steps of the way, uh, these pieces of the clock will get filled in. So I will give you the two cred, and I can see to this myself, but I, uh, I fear I will not be able to retrieve this vessel alone, and I, uh, I can offer you two more cred to wait a little while to see if I can't negotiate something.
2: Waiting's no problem, but if you want, say, a certain unsavory element to help you liberate this ship, there's a reason you didn't take
1: the bus.
0: The buses don't go
1: here.
2: Buses come here all the time.
1: Yeah, and then they bolt themselves to another ship and you never no. see them again. <laughs> Thus, buses don't come here.
2: <laughs> and that's just hazard. That's just hazard to pay. Drivers are used to it. Anywho, waitin's one thing, and that'll cost you. But getting's another. And I know you don't have money, but money HARDLY makes the universe go round. That is not what my parents would say. Uh-huh. If you
0: assist me, I, I, I will obviously I will give you the four cred that I have, and I'll be at your disposal for future service.
2: Can you say that for the Comet Society as a whole?
0: Put in a good word for us. I can do that. It's not difficult.
2: Because the Comet Society is is, is, is not a bad bunch of people (laughs) to know.
1: There's five people left. He knows them all. (coughs) I'll mention it at our Zoom call.
2: Yeah, right.
1: (laughs) They record a podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Still ahead of us, which is weird.
2: (laughs) Just a bunch of nerds. Now let me consult with my crew. Hey
0: crew, what do you think? Are we gonna steal a ship?
2: Yeah, we're gonna steal a ship! What do you think we're in this? Oh, place? that's some real
0: desperado stuff!
2: My god, Muffin, have you no idea where you are right
1: now? I don't like that Muffin is also the pilot, because this espresso maker <laughs> is still terrible. We gotta get that fixed. I'm sorry, Muffin? what are we talking about?
2: <laughs> Muffin's not the pilot.
1: We're gonna do I'm no. I'm pilot. the pilot. No, I turned the autopilot off. No, How you don't dare know anything. Hold on. Oh, oh what? I'm gonna,
0: I'm gonna, I'm gonna introduce a piece of fiction here.
1: All right, I like fiction. <laughs> I
0: like fiction. Uh, Remy, you purchased this. Uh, you purchased Johnny Pilot. Um I And a matter did. of fact, thanks. I now remember about this thing. Um, so uh, assets can't be less than like your your uh, quality can't be less than zero. <laughs> um, it's not an asset if it's less than zero. It's a detriment. And 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 I I feel like if you have an asset, it, it it should do be able to do something. However, what you can do is uh you can use this asset uh in lieu of a pilot as long as you don't have to do anything fancy. Johnny Pilot will be serviceable. Uh okay. if you have to do anything anything other than the most basic flying, it will need to make a quality zero roll. So at that point, please uh, tell me if you don't. You flick a button and on one of your uh, smaller uh, instrument panels, a screen opens up. It's a bright yellow and then very slowly a green round head Shows up uh, a kind of a cartoon head, uh, which has got a jaunty pilot's cap at an angle, jaunty rather, and. Uh... Hi, I'm Johnny Pilot.
1: Are you ready to fly? See.
2: What's what's this?
1: Great, so you can fix the espresso machine. <laughs> I don't know
0: how to do that, but I can fly the ship.
1: No, I was Just- ta- I wasn't talking to you. Okay. Hey,
0: uh, Johnny Pilot. How do you work? Johnny Pilot accesses your ship's maneuverability and operational equipment to fly the ship. Johnny Pilot can land, take off, can do docking maneuvers, and with Johnny Pilot Advanced, we can do evasive maneuvers,
1: search and rescue, emergency evac, all kinds of things. Where would you like to go? Johnny Pilot is ready. Wow, that's kind
0: of nice. Are you advanced, Johnny Pilot? This is Johnny Pilot Trial! Johnny <laughs> Pilot Trial can do basic piloting maneuvers. How long does Johnny Pilot Trial work? You have activated your 30-day
2: trial. You can upgrade to advanced any time for the low, low price of... For cred. ...cred. Well, I bought the trial version.
0: Yeah, the trial is free. <laughs> <laughs> fuck. fuck. Alright. Well, I mean, yeah, the trial was a, a, a you know an
1: asset role. You could have, you know... Alright, I'm willing to see how well this takes. <laughs> we don't have to cut him in, right? <laughs> Only if we want to no. buy him. <laughs> and at the
0: point, is just kind of like, um, are we are, are we... are you helping me?
1: Yeah, we have to figure out how we're getting on without them immediately thinking that we're just here to steal the ship. So, my suggestion is... Alright, and someone will have to tell me because I don't know how these people work, but the, hey, this ship came over here and joined us and now it's part of us doesn't seem like a legally defensible position. That seems like piracy. As if
2: there's law.
1: Yeah, but, you know, that's weird because we have to board. So do we think we can disengage Johnny Pilot for a moment because I'm going to suggest certain maneuvers and I don't want him to suddenly start them.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You pause Johnny Pilot. Johnny (laughs) Pilot disappears.
1: Do we want to try to just dock with the ship, run out or just jump out, decouple it, throw some people inside and just try to go? Or do we need to officially get into the flotilla here of I one mean, of these ships and get talk to them?
2: On that ship.
1: Right, but that are we doing it one. officially or are we just going to fly by and throw some people at the ship? Why don't
0: we go and negotiate the release of the ship and mm-hmm. when that doesn't work,
1: we take it. <laughs> All right. So um, so let's contact them. Say we need to negotiate the release of the ship. And we want to check the status of the former crew. And so that will get us onto or near that ship. That is the key. We don't want to go fly over to some other ship. We need to be on the ship that it's attached to or its ship, so we need to inspect the ship because there were, were things on there and we would like to negotiate either for the ship or the belongings of the, the personal effects of the crew and any data that they might have acquired before they joined the flotilla and just try to be all, hey, we don't it's not, we can negotiate this but there's, there's stuff we need and then we'll fucking take it. Cool? But we need yeah. to get on it before we need to get We don't want them to send us to like, oh, go talk to these people on this other ship. We're not dealing with that.
0: (laughs) I have a a question to ask you before you proceed. What is your ship's registry reading here? Is this your official ship's registry?
1: I would assume we would not, but I don't know. I wasn't on it. Oh, no, no. What
0: what that means is what that's gonna mean is if you are are not flying your official uh, registry, then you are using your fake transponders, Mm -hmm. uh, which you can do, however. If your ship is scanned, you'll need to make a roll of your ship's systems uh, against the uh, it's their the ship quality of the ship systems, which uh, luckily for you is your comms are a believe a two yeah your comms are a two quality so they're uh, good with the fake transponder uh, which allows you to be able to do this so this is uh you'd need to make a roll against their tier. So if you are doing that, this is going to be a quality two roll, uh, and it's going to be for, yeah, I guess it's gonna be for limited effect. This can be uh, mitigated by someone doing an action uh, to set your comms, I guess. It's not like combat or anything, but it's still it's still gonna require a roll. So someone can make that roll.
2: Really what that roll was?
0: I would say that it would be easiest done with helm. Or hack? I'll, I'll say helm or hack. I'll say helm or hack.
1: Oh, boy.
0: Okay. So basically what it means is uh, it's a it success on this roll. It'll have limited effect, which basically means um, unless they do a targeted scan of your ship your registry would be perfectly fine. Okay, what's the other dimension of it? You can uh, raise the potency by either pushing or accepting a devil's bargain. Mm-hmm. Or spending a gambit. Or spending a gambit. Well, I mean, what... So it's risky. a limited... It's a risky limited effect. You can, you know, do any of those things to push it up to a standard effect. The standard effect basically means that, they, you know, it's, oh. it's going to pass uh, a targeted scan. I
2: don't think we need to... We need that. Okay. All right. Um... So, we're actually getting one dice on this.
1: Let's say anyone has more than one die on this, which would be great.
0: You know what? I'm going to say for a passive thing like this, I'll say you can roll the comms level.
1: So it'd be two dice.
0: Here we go! Oh, that's not good! (laughs) A one and a four. Okay, well, four, okay. So four is a a mixed success, so it's a, a, a... uh, yeah, so it, it's it's probably fine.
1: Um, uh, oh, that's what we should have named the ship. It's probably fine. It's probably <laughs> fine.
0: So, after a, a little while, you'll get pinged again, and that, that same woman will, will appear on the screen. Remy, you, you don't recognize this person. Okay. There are so many people, though, like, probably whoever's this man in comms at this part of the flotilla. I I am out of view of... Oh yeah, no, no, I, don't. I know. I'm just saying that just for your benefit that you, you do, you don't recognize it doesn't mean, you know, uh, obviously anybody could be watching this channel. And
2: frequently do. What else is
0: there doing? Steadfast, we are awaiting your response. As we have stated, the epiphany is part of the flotilla. If you
1: would like to speak to the former captain, that can be arranged. Well, we would like to speak to uh, the former captain. That would be uh, something we would like to arrange. Also, uh, there are effects on the ship that we would like to negotiate uh, if they're still intact. We'd like to negotiate for their release. And we would still like to negotiate for the release of the ship as well. But failing that, we will take uh, certain uh, data from before it uh, arrived on the fortilla. We're happy to share that data. Uh, We just need a copy of it. And there may be effects that are... Important to the Comet Society that we would like to, to take on if the ship cannot be taken. So if these things are possible and we could uh, see the ship and uh, uh, verify the that this uh, ship was not taken by force into the flotilla, I think we can come to uh, uh, some kind of agreement that is beneficial to both sides.
0: Give me an action rule for this.
1: All right. I'm going to do sway, I think. This is going to be a risky standard effect. Yeah, I know. Uh, ah. Uh, let's see. Give me one second here. Actually, I'm, you
0: know what? I'm going to call it controlled standard effect.
1: Okay. All right. Well, let's. Uh, re-
0: it's a reasonable request. Yeah. All
1: right. Reasonable. Let's go with let's let's go with my mighty mighty sway. That's how we go. Uh, that is a five. Oh.
0: I will put you in touch with Pazdikivith. However, I once again will remind you that uh, by custom and uh, recognized provenance of our organization, anything that has joined the flotilla is part of the flotilla. Uh, if Miss Kiveth uh, allows you to uh, take possession of personal effects in the ship, she has the right to do that.
1: Very well. As, as it is understood, we're not uh, looking to cause any kind of trouble. We just need to make sure that this was not a uh, an act of piracy and was a legitimate joining. We have forms that need to be uh, dealt with, and uh, they're going to interview us, and I just I just need this handled. So if we can negotiate something that will work for both sides here, uh, we just need to verify things. And we would love to talk to uh, Mazda. If that is something that can be arranged, that would facilitate this whole matter.
0: Very well. And uh, she signs off. At the uh, the mention of piracy... Mm-hmm. Um, there is a bit of a change to her expression where she looks a little bit annoyed.
1: Well, when the screen goes off, I look super annoyed. So it's, it's even. We're, we're, it's <laughs> <cool>. <laughs> yeah. Well,
0: it's, it's, you know, these are zealots there. Yeah, I know. I know. So you wait and then eventually you get an audio
1: only response. This is Paz Kivith. Yes, we've been contracted from the Order of the Comet. Is it the Order of the Comet? Did I have that right? The Comet Society. Comet Society. All right. Uh, the Comet Society, to look into uh, the loss of, of their ship. Uh, it's my understanding that the ship has uh, uh, joined uh, the flotilla. Um, and so just to complete our job, we'll need to confirm that this joining was was voluntary. And if possible, we would like to negotiate for copies of the ship's records and any scans or data it may have had prior to joining the flotilla. Um, And then if there are any personal effects uh, that might be important to uh, the society, we would like to bring those back. Uh, We would love to negotiate for the release of the ship, but I suspect that is probably not something that's going to happen. So let's just put that as a stretch goal at this point. But we would love to meet, if that is at all possible. Orthilio Sarth is with you. Correct?
0: That is correct. You may dock. Please.
1: Accept our hospitality. You're too kind. Thank you so much. We will hopefully not bother you for long.
0: Uh, and you have a uh, you have uh, basically uh, given permission to dock uh, with the vessel. All right. Why why didn't she use video? Something is wrong.
1: Really? You're just now sensing that something's wrong? Okay, great. Hey, can you fly this thing? Because I don't think Johnny Pilot's going to get us out of here. So we're going to need our guy. You can fly your ship? Yes,
0: I can fly this vessel. All
1: right.
2: Let's just go see a friend.
1: We'll go talk. What we want to do is we want to allow them to get us, give us access to the memory. We will send our brilliant engineer. And on the auspices of doing that, of getting the important data that's on the ship, you can run a diagnostic and make sure the thing will fly when we detach it. Okay. <laughs> and then we're going to have to go out there with some cutters and, like, uh, cut the docking collar off apparently. I'm not sure how that's going to go. But getting onto the ship is part one. Kind of making this up as we go along. But that should give us access to be able to check that the ship will fly because if it if they've disabled the ship, we're kind of scrambling at that point. Okay.
0: So, you have basically guided docking clearance, so no rolls or anything will be necessary. Your computers will talk to each other and uh, do all the correct maneuvering information to dock with the Epiphany. It has a docking port on each side of these uh, medium-sized explorer ships. So, you dock with a ship.
1: Um, Should we put uh, uh, our captain in a suit or something where they can't see her face?
2: I got a hood.
1: You got a hood? Okay. As long as you're good. I was saying the vac suit because eventually someone's going to have to climb out onto the hull. But that's cool. We can, we can, that ain't going to can...
2: be me. Yeah. Right. I don't know what
1: you're thinking. Yeah. I'm thinking you probably don't want it to be me, but all right. <laughs> um, and, no, and, like and talking. I think Muffin will be busy. So guess who's elected? Zero. <laughs> all right. Let's, uh, let's go, let's go talk to somebody who's not at all crazy. Okay. So
0: you're all heading on?
1: Yeah. I, I think so, yeah, yeah, at this point. Okay.
0: So uh, Orthelius will will kind of stand in front. Thank you for, for doing this. No problem. Play it cool. And he opens the airlock and you are now looking into the interior of this ship. It's an old ship, so, you know, it, it definitely shows its age, but there's now all kinds of, like, crystals hanging from things, uh, weird symbols uh, you know, made of all different kind of material. Uh, there are uh, like stenciled in ritual symbols all over the place. There are uh, like paper documents uh, that are just like handwritten, strange like prayers and rituals and stuff all over the thing. Uh, it looks like a New Age nightmare. And standing in front of you is a uh, woman in her probably mid-60s. She is wearing, uh, and tell me if I'm wrong, uh, a, like a just a very, very kind of like simple uh, black uh, vest, like just like yes,
2: just very like basic
0: a- like robe. Mm-hmm. And uh, what is it? Is there a symbol of the uh, Children of Illinois
2: that... Uh, yeah, in fact, it is a wreath of flowers with... With a honeycomb, oh okay, like like a drip, like like a dripping piece of honeycomb. Right.
0: and she is wearing uh, a little uh, symbol of that um, that's holding her ropes clasped. Her head is shaved, and she is wearing like ritual makeup. It's very weird. It's like there are symbols drawn on her, and she has that familiar look of somebody who has really found a new way of thinking and just wants to tell you all about it. Welcome, travelers. Welcome, please. Orthelios, it is good to see you. And uh, he looks really annoyed. <laughs> mm-hmm. And you do not see anyone else here. However, there are uh, doors on either side of this this section of the ship, um, so there could very well be others on the ship. It's just you're only seeing her. Welcome. So, um, can you... Orthelius just goes, You know why I'm here. This vessel belongs to the Comet Society. I'm here to take it. You silly old man. Don't you understand? The Comet Society is dead. You cannot be any more help to this universe. But we can help this place in more ways than you ever could. our great work here will change the course of life and death. It is greater than any small acts of service. And then he starts to look even more annoyed and uh, uh, gives you that look like the, uh, more talk like this and he's just gonna show you what's in one of those pouches. So uh, is anybody, uh, is anybody will want to, uh, uh, is there anything anybody wants to do to uh, take control of the situation?
2: Yeah, I'm going to step between them. All right, all right, let's not get hot. The man has some some personal effects and things that he came for. Is he prevented Andrew for that cause?
0: There is nothing here that you might want. I have rid myself of all of that old nonsense. You threw away all his stuff? That ain't okay. That stuff did not belong to him.
1: Yes, you, you understand. Uh, I... I... Trying not to make this a confrontational situation, I'm going to do my best. I've, I've yelled at and probably killed enough lawyers in my day. I know I know how to talk like them, so this is where we're going to do it. <laughs> that is that is my character. Not that was not an admission yes, of any yes, kind yes. of guilt. I will not confirm or deny. No, uh, and like, so if we can keep this as a, a civil thing, so my understanding is what you're saying is that um, all items that uh, may have been tied to the Comet Society have been disposed of. Am I correct in thinking that is what you're saying? Whether they be personal effects, items that were given to you by the common society, equipment, anything like that, that is specifically belonging to the common society, no longer exists on this ship.
0: All that is on this ship belongs to the Corey and the children of Melanoi. And Mm. at this point, I'm gonna need some kind of action before this old man kicks off. I'm gonna try and reach into this woman's mind okie doke. All right. This is gonna be a risky, a risky uh, no effect.
1: No effect.
0: Yeah, because okay. of what she is now. Yep. So I will push myself. Okay. And the consequence of this is going to be mental harm. All right. Well, assuming there is consequences. Right. Right. And yeah. <laughs> everything will be fine. Uh, everything will be fine. What's a devil's bargain? Ah. Uh. Okay, so the devil's bargain is this use of the warp will be known to any close by warp users or will workers or whatever you call them. If there are any,
1: <laughs> it will
0: be known. The specific use, or that the warp was used. That uh, the, that you are you are trying to penetrate someone's mind.
1: Okay. No, I'm not gonna take that as much as I want okay. to.
0: So I I will push myself to make it limited effect. Okay. Can I spend a gambit to make it standard? Yes. All right, let's do that. Okay. I got five. Okay, so you will take... Yeah, you're going to take a level two harm psychic backlash. (laughs) But you're in there. (laughs) Right. Right. And trying to resist that would be resolve, correct? That would be resolve, yes. Yeah, why not? Let us let, let's, let's do this. Yeah, you got five stress left. Yeah, uh I got a five, so I take one. Okay, you take one and uh I'll I'll be nice. You will not take the harm. Okay. Why don't we go to the ship, uh, friend, and uh we can let your uh, old crewmate look around. Why would I do that? and this is back at you in your mind. You have proven to me that you can use the warp to break into someone's mind. I can assure you there's nothing here for this old man. He can either join us or leave. Look, out of uh, what used to be, let us see the ship. Yeah. He spent much time aboard that ship. It, it, it meant something to him. And so did you. I realize things have changed, but he needs closure. You will notice that Zemgis and Kiveth are like looking at each other there's definitely some kind of communication happening here but uh i'm still gonna need some kind of role to okay sway or something unless you want to push yourself further into her mind and attempt to influence her that like way and that is going to be a desperate action with uh, with no effect with no effect despite the fact i'm in there already Oh no, no! Sorry, lesser effect. Yes, you are in there already. Should count for something. The consequence will be level three psychic damage. I'll speak with her okay. instead. I'm gonna try okay. to sort because that's. Cause
1: I figure that's kind of.
0: Okay, that's gonna be. I will say that is that is gonna be uh, risky. I mean, I'll call. I'll call it risky standard. Okay, and, and I'll kind of replay some of the conversations I just had out loud for other people to join in if they want to assist. Thanks. The ship and you have meant a lot to him in the past. Give him the closure he so clearly deserves. Um, yeah,
2: come on, be nice. <laughs> You're denying him the end he truly deserves.
0: So your purpose here is just to get
1: her to let him go into or other parts the of the ship. ship. Okay. Go into the, the epiphany, yes. Because we're in, like, the... Whatever, like the main. You're in like a it. yeah.
0: You're in like a antechamber like that goes into the mansion.
1: Yeah. And what I will do while they're talking is I will just take a a, a a subtle step. Like I'm very interested in all the hanging crystals and this is all very meaningful and not new age bullshit. And I will step in front of Comet Boy so that he cannot leap over and just start killing. Okay. Because I would totally want to do that. So I will. Just Anything kind
0: of else where this is well this
1: is going on? Yeah, no, I I don't need to do anything else. (laughs) Okay.
2: Sister, you are denying him an end that he craves. Why would you do that?
0: Oh, give me... This is going to be... A risky, great effect...
2: Sway? Yeah, sway sway. works. I like sway. This might
1: be a good time to use a gambit.
2: I love using gambits. Gambits are great. All right. Okay, those, so those are
0: your uh yep so your gambits so. have been used because someone used one already so bam a three
2: a one and a five okay
0: uh that will what that's yeah um Rick what's how did how did you do uh not so well that's a two okay partial success will kind of cover your failure I'll say that since you were kind of doing the same thing from different angles but she knows which buttons to push at this point here's the consequence you realize that you know this person no! you have seen her before except Shit. she looked very different then she had a full head of hair she was, she was a bit of a rabble rouser Amongst the children, like she, oh
2: fun, we She hung out. had other
0: ideas that do not seem to jibe with the person she is now. Uh, and at that point, all, well, I will tell you, there is a consequence. You are forcibly ejected from her mind. Okay. Um, when that happens, you use no harm or anything, but you feel like just like a door shut. Yep. Um, you know that feeling? It's like, oh, okay, I got kicked out. Somebody said probably, probably for the best. Remy Moreau. She looks directly into your eyes and she says. This is how you come back to us? I, I, I just, it's just, says, fine. Please. You, you can explore the ship. You will find nothing you, see, you search for here.
2: But you don't look. What happened to
0: you? What happened to me?
2: Yeah, what happened to you? I have
0: looked into the eye of a dying star. Yeah, we we all And all possibility opened to my eyes. I have seen what is past, what is to come, and what is possible. Your gallivanting around the sector, involving yourselves in the affairs of corporations and scoundrels will amount to nothing. The work we do here is more important than anything you could possibly imagine, and you've turned away from it. And you have returned here? So an old man can steal a ship to fight a battle that he doesn't...
2: he doesn't what, deserve? That he doesn't want? That he, cause I guarantee you, he does.
0: He wants it, but he will fail. He has accepted the grasp of entropy. He has allowed it to whittle him down. He has removed possibility from himself in favor of winning small battles for people and causes that will have no discernible effect on the universe. You don't
2: know that. You can't know that. We used to talk about this. You can't know what ripples.
0: So while this is going on, she opens the other doors to the ship and there are Directly behind one, you see the uh, rear porter section of the ship, Um, and there is a figure standing there in similar robes, shaved head, symbols on him, older gentleman. The other doors open, uh, lead to the cockpit, and there are two more figures there, uh, a man and a woman, Um, and they're standing there kind of with blissed-out expressions as well. It's a similar scene. Tristan, you realize that if you could get in the airlock opposite to here. You could probably get this ship decoupled. It wouldn't be pretty. Okay. All the while, a clock is ticking away. Mm -hmm. One piece of your 12 point time clock uh, has passed, so the time is ticking away. It's still, you still have plenty of time to do this other job, but things are getting complicated here. There's more people involved, but Muffin has a plan, perhaps. He has an opening, but it's gonna get tricky. Distraction. What's gonna happen? Will they be able to complete this simple job? Will they make four cred and make it to the other job on time? We'll find out <laughs> in two weeks. <sighs> no. See ya. Bye. Bye, Bye everyone. Thank you everybody for listening. And once again, we would love to thank our apprentice architect Patreons, Gillian and John Christensen, Suzanne Bell and Caitlin Thompson. We could not do this without you. You can join our Patreon at patreon.com slash A-O-E podcast. Have fun. We'll see you next time.